Hey guys, I'm Laura and I'm Anna and welcome back to your weekly dose of relatable content, questionable advice, lots of laughs, and as always, girl vibes only. Hello everyone. Hello, I'm Anna. And I'm Laura. How are you guys today? I keep doing that. I keep asking how everyone is and I can't, like, you can't answer back. Well, they might be answering in the car. Everyone answer, tell us, how have you been today? That was her listening. Oh my gosh, that's so (laughs) great. I hope you have a nice day. Um, okay, how are you, are? Is that how you would talk to them? Because well, you're freaking I didn't want to say, oh, that's great. And then it'd be like, then be like, no, actually, I said I'm having a shitty day. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I had to think on the spot. Anyways, how are you, Lauren? Well, I, I am good. Good. I'm, I'm happy about that. Lovely. Anna brought us Diet Cokes, mm-hmm. the largest that she could find. I bought um, Chick-fil-A Diet Cokes, which is like so good. some of the best, you know? Have you heard the thing that McDonald's Diet Cokes apparently the best? Well, I, I heard that people like theirs a lot, but I'm pretty sure – well, I'm not pretty sure. I know this because I read it. Um, McDonald's has a um, – like – deal with coke where when they come in to service their soda machines they put extra syrup in so that's why people like mcdonald's more is because it's there's more like coke syrup in it than other places i didn't know that i Uh always thought it had to do with the straw size because i heard Mm. they also have bigger straws well chick-fil-a kind of has big straws yeah like it's about an air thing Oh, that I mean, that probably plays a part into it. We should well, next um, Diet Coke bang, review. Diet Coke we review. Just, just drive go to around. a bunch. Of Diet we should Cokes. just drive around and order Diet Cokes everywhere and do, or we could do like a blind taste test. Like, who Ooh, knows? Yeah. Their, oh no, that would just be. Oh no, we should do a blind Pepsi and Coke taste test, and I can tell you. Oh yeah, I would right know. away. I would. Know. I would be able to tell from a Diet Coke can to a Diet Coke bottle to a yeah. Diet Coke fountain. Oh yeah, same. Like that's the obsession. <laughs> no, but people were like, I can't tell the difference. I'm like, fuck off. We you can't. You obviously friends. don't like you have, Diet Coke. You, I have far superior taste buds. It's so sugary, mm-hmm. Pepsi. Oh, I and hate like it. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. I know. I just don't know why people like it. Me either. I don't get it. And that's why, like, when at restaurants and they're like, do you is Pepsi okay? I'm like, no, it's not okay. I'll have I'll take a water with I I literally say no and sometimes people get offended. No, I don't with I don't say no. I just go, oh um actually can I just get a water with lemon? Yeah, I'll ask for um what's their version? They have like a root beer or Dr. Pepper mug. Yeah, I forget which one's theirs. Okay. I do like honestly I don't discriminate against the well, it must be mug because that's what we had at the oh, yeah. Taco Bell. Yeah. And I like mug. I don't I don't hate that. But Pepsi. Oof. Yeah. I'll switch it or I'll get the water. Or I don't mind Sierra Mist. <sighs> I don't like Sierra Mist. It's like I don't ever ask I'm not for a, it. I think I it's like don't. I was never a big Sprite gal. And oh. then I think in college we use Sprite a lot as, as like mixers. <laughs> oh, so it ruined it. Yeah, so I just like not. Sierra Mist is just trying. So I can't really do Gatorades. Like Me either. Because Gatorades. Mm-hmm. Like Same. either drank it when I drank too much or mixed it. And so now I just can't really see we always the yeah we mix it especially with like blue wave like i oh my i God, like my stomach wave. is like turning just thinking about it let's stop talking about yeah. it no more blue um waves. but anyways so we're back today with a little 
um, what did you call it? Ask Girl Vibes. Yeah, Ask Girl Vibes. A little advice column for you today. So fun fact, I started, so in college, I did a, I was an editor of a section of a fashion magazine on campus. I remember that. And it was like something to like get under my belt. So I would write articles and then I was, ended up becoming the editor. And so I would structure what my section was. And my section was life and love with style. So it was like life updates, love updates, whatever I wanted. Mm -hmm. And one of the columns I started was a Ask You Dress was the magazine. Oh, okay. So, and we had people like send in oh, little so like cool. advice questions. And so this kind of reminds me of it. Oh, that's cute. I like that. Yeah. It like very much reminds me of like, what was that one movie where this was like a thing? She was like the advice columnist. Oh, it's a rom-com, yeah. right? I I feel like I... Oh, 10 Things I Hate About You. Oh, but she's not advice. Oh, no, Ask Andy. That's what it is. That's what I'm Okay, yeah. And, um, oh, no, How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. Yes. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Ask Andy. I think that's what the column was called. I think so. Well, her name was Andy, regardless. Anyways, so we asked you guys what you guys needed advice from, mm -hmm. and you guys pulled through. So we're going to give you some, some advice. advice. Do you want to read... Yeah. Before you can pick your first right. one. So let's see. My first one. Going to start off with an easy one. How do you make time for yourself when you're working from home? I mm. feel like that is a good question because, yeah, yeah that's hard because you, yeah. your work doesn't leave you. <laughs> no. Um, I feel like like this has been a struggle for me specifically because like I do everything in my room. Like my work is in my room. That is in my room. Like, I don't know. I'm in my bedroom all day. And yeah. then, like, I'll come downstairs to, you know, make dinner, hang out with roommates, things like that. But a majority of my time is spent in my room. And I feel like I've struggled with, like, you know, finding boundaries of, like, not working in bed because then I can't sleep in bed because then my brain's, like, oh, sitting in bed is work time or leisure time. So I feel like I, like, really have to make it a point to myself, like, where when I get done with work for the day, now since it's nice out, it's nice because it's, like, okay, go outside and, like, leave your room, go do something. Or um, as soon as I get done work, I like to, like, go downstairs, you know, get water or something like that and, like, be like, this is time that I'm going to sit on my phone or like do something that like I yeah. want to do to like just de-stress. So I feel like I just have to make it a point that like at five o'clock, like at the latest, I'm closing my laptop and I'm done for the day. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's good. I think for me, I tend to, so my work is a bit different where I am most productive during my mornings and then during the afternoons, it's when I'm most interrupted. Mm -hmm. Like, so like it's most like random emails, random answering. And then I will like easily bleed into like six, six thirty sometimes. And I'm like, Oh my God, like I just need to stop and get off my computer. Yeah. And then by that time, like, so I totally resonate with that. It's like how, like now it's time to make dinner and then yeah. what go to bed. I know. So what I have been doing is I've been waking up, about an hour before, at least an hour before I have to sign on. Mm -hmm. And like, for example, this morning I'll, I'll use, I walk the dog, I made coffee, I read a book downstairs and it was like so mm -hmm. nice. And then I kind of went into work and was relaxed and yeah. felt even more ready to kind of yeah. tackle the day. I was then on my second cup of coffee at 8 a.m. though, but like it, it was nice. And like that way I still had time to do something I really like to do, but it wasn't 
at the end of the day. Yeah, no, I actually just say I, um, my therapist was saying to me, she's like, you need a morning and a nighttime routine. And mm-hmm. like, I'm good at the whole nighttime routine thing because like, you've always been, I yeah. like, I like that, you know, it's like very like self-care ask for me, yeah. but morning routine has never been my thing. I've always been the type, like even in school, like I woke up at the last possible second to like get ready, grab something to eat and like run out the door. Like was always like that, like during lacrosse when we would have early practice, like mm-hmm. woke up like three minutes before I had to be out the door, like would sleep in my practice gear, like literally would get as much sleep as possible. And even now for work, like I, you know, go to the last possible yeah. second. And she's like, why are you like that? And I'm like, I don't know. I just, I prioritize sleep over everything. Yeah. And she was like, I think it would benefit you if you like created like a morning routine of like what you, you know, give yourself time to wake up. So I started doing that. And I'm also waking up earlier to like relax, you know, putz around a little, do a workout, something like that. And, um, it's been fabulous. I'm like way more like normally before I was always like my mornings were like my time to like dick around and then afternoons is when I like seriously sat down and got work done and now I'm the total opposite as soon as I sit down in the morning I'm like ready to go blah 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 and then by two o'clock I'm like holy fuck like I can't do this anymore I never understood like the two three o'clock slump that people talked about because that was like right when I was getting into my day (laughs) and now I get it I'm like dear god it's only two o'clock like yeah okay I've done this for six hours already like yeah. what the hell um so yeah definitely give yourself more of a like routine more time to like have for yourself and I think to if you want something fun like schedule something like and I know that sounds ridiculous but like yeah. put it on your calendar that like you and your boyfriend are or you and your best friend are gonna have like a date night dinner on a Thursday night mm-hmm. like, put it on your work calendar so you yeah. no one makes like no one blocks you for a meeting no one tries to get on you and then you actually have to leave and it co- almost forces you to like yeah spend time doing something else and like there'll be times where me and Ty are like we're just like making dinner going to sleep waking up working same thing and then we're like yeah. screw everything we need to do tonight let's just go out and eat or no, like 100%. let's just go and do this and it's so it, it makes it so much more fun yeah it's funny too because like my old job like we wasn't meeting heavy at all like yeah. I rarely had a meeting and now like today I literally had a meeting back to back to back like I did was not not in a meeting today and um so when people would say like block out time on your calendar like I never had to do that it yeah. didn't apply to me and now I do that all the time like yesterday I had therapy at one o'clock and I was like I put it on my work calendar and I was just like appointment (laughs) I literally like block out the time because I'm like I don't want anyone scheduling me yeah that's funny okay so I'll go the next question because it kind of fits in would be time management question mark so I'm assuming Mm. this is like how the fuck is time (laughs) how do you do it yeah this is another I think kind of struggle for me in a way where I think I'm good at managing my time but like I said before I'm a procrastinator I like to wait until the absolute last possible minute I love drama like that's just how I am and I find that like I definitely like need to get better not doing that so I'm like a big proponent of time chunking my Mm. entire day I time chunk so like as soon as I sit down in the morning I take my planner out and I plan out like each hour of my day and I give myself little like 10 minute breaks in between like watch a YouTube video or like go on my phone and so that's the literally the only way I can be productive be productive 
is if I chunk out time. Also, like now that my job is so meeting heavy, it's like some like today. I'm like, how do you expect me to get work done when I'm Story literally in meetings yeah. the entire day? So I literally have to like when I sit down and write all my meetings for the day out, I chunk out time where I'm like, this is where I'm gonna get like the work that needs to get done today. So I think if you like just stay organized and like at either the night before or the in the morning, like I use that kind of as my like you know, like, yeah, that, like I need that morning time to do that. Um, I feel like if you do that, it makes it a lot easier because you mm-hmm. already have it written down. I'm also very task oriented. So I love the thrill of like crossing things oh, off. Yeah. So like you should see, I'll show you my planner because it's right here. Literally, it's just like all fucking like I'll put down the most like littlest activity just and so then, that I can cross it. So out. you can cross it. Yeah. I love I'm that. like, check, <laughs> check emails. <laughs> Good job, man. I'm like, budget, pay bills, like literally anything I can. No, but that's a good idea. And for, for me, so like my day can, especially now, flex, it flexes so much more. So I used to do the time chunking and like the mm-hmm. lists and my days were a lot more predictable. Like yeah. I could do that more. And now it, it's like a lot less, it's less predictable. Yeah. Yeah. So I, what I do is I'll use every morning, mm-hmm. I'll use maybe the first 15 minutes. I'll put on like a show in the background of like, you know, or music in the background, like something that's like kind of like chilling me out. It doesn't feel like work yet. I will write that day, my top priorities. Mm-hmm. So it's not everything I need to get done, Yeah. but it's just like, okay, if I do anything, these are the five things I have right. to do because I've been pushing them off. Like, mm-hmm. and then that helps me. I'm still kind of checking them off and I've been doing them on post-it notes. Okay. So it's like an easy thing. Cause then I'm also, I rip it up at the end of the day and I mm. throw it away. Oh, I like that. I might take that. It's nice because then it's easier because my day does flex and then I don't feel as bad. Like what was happening was yeah. I was making my whole week out because that's what I used to do before we were virtual and I would have a whole week planned. Yeah. And I wouldn't cross off anything Mm -hmm. and that satisfaction was gone. Yeah. So that helps that prioritization helped me do that. And also how you just said, like scheduling time, Mm -hmm. I will literally schedule time. If I know I need to write something, I'll literally write, write story and I'll block an hour for it. And that helps me get some time done. No, I think that that's like, those are all very, very good tips. I'm definitely going to steal the post-it note thing. (laughs) It's satisfying. Yeah. I'm definitely going to do that. Okay, your turn. Okay, so here is switching gears a little bit. Mm-hmm. How do you approach a friend about an issue when you guys are adults without it becoming a fight? Ooh, I like this because I feel like I'm, I think with all of our friends, we're very straightforward. Mm-hmm. And like when I have like, if I'm like having an issue with someone, I'm going to be like, hey, this pissed me off. And I think you just have to be like completely honest and think if they're also an adult and like mature and like care about the friendship they're not going to take it like offensively like anytime I've gotten into and it's not even a fight just like a discussion with a friend where like they you know this is something that hurt my feelings or that I didn't like anytime I was like upfront with them it's never ended badly it's like oh my gosh I'm so sorry I did that I know where you're coming from this is where I was coming from Mm -hmm. blah 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 so I feel like you just need to be like open and honest with them and like, you know, maybe like, Hey, like I'm not trying to start anything, but like, you know, just like communicate. It's like with a like remote romantic relationship, like communication is key. Yeah. And that's the same way in your friendships. And I don't know, I don't, I wouldn't want to be friends with someone who like 
let something I did like pent up with anger and then like it explodes. Cause I've totally been there. Like I've had those blow up fights with some of my best friends where yeah. we like screamed at each other. And like, I've totally gotten in big fights with like my like close, close friends. And you know, we're still best friends and it's been 20 years we've been friends and it's just like, you're not going to let that like ruin something. Yeah. So I think you like learn that with time, but I think just being straight, just being completely open and honest and be like, Hey, this is how I'm feeling. This is, you know, the situation. Like, I just like need you to know. Yeah. I was going to say like, that's probably where it stems from yeah. when you're younger, you think at any moment you could lose this friend. Yeah. Like you think if I'm going to make this big, big deal or make a big fight, mm -hmm. you think it's going to be the end. Yeah. But now at this point, like you said, yeah. if you still feel that way, they're not your friend. Mm -hmm. Like, okay, reevaluate because if something that little is going to make them run away, yeah. then they're not a true friend for you. So yeah. like I a hundred percent agree. And for, for me who is way less yeah. confrontational, <laughs> um, I think it is all just about honestly, like you don't need, if I have an issue with Anna, like mm -hmm. I don't need to make it a fight no. just to talk to her about it. I can yeah. say, listen, that comment you said the other night rubbed me a little the wrong way. Just wanting you to know, yeah. you know, I hope like we could be cool. Just don't yeah. say it again. Like whatever. And then that way she's like, Oh, like shit. Sorry. Yeah. Like didn't know. Mm -hmm. And also like me and Anna don't fight actually. Yeah. Fun not would. We've never gotten into it. Yeah. So that hasn't happened. Our friends have been like, do you like guys fight about the podcast? I'm like, not, no, no, we don't. Um, when we start making millions. We'll yeah. Get some <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, no, but yeah, I think just being open and honest and if they're like a good friend, telling them how you feel isn't going to turn into a no. fight. And I think things turn into fights when you don't say how you feel and you let it like get all like that's worked what it up. Does. And it's it like pent up petty. stuff. Yeah, yeah. That's when the things oh, turn into fights. Oh, the petty. The not going to be petty as fuck. <laughs> okay. Um, oh, this is a good one then too. How to not take things personally. Um, oh, this is. So this is literally, I struggle with it. So I'm curious to see what you say. Cause I am exhibit A of, I yeah. take things personally. I think a lot of the times it's, and you know, this is different for every situation. Obviously in some situation, it's like, how do you not take something like said, I, I can't even think of one right now, but how do you not take that personally? And especially if it's like coming from someone that you like admire or respect or something like that, I totally get that. But I think my biggest thing is I'm just like, this whatever was said or anything is way more of a reflection on this person than it is on me yeah and I kind of want the number one thing I do is depending on whatever was said who it was coming from I like look at the person I'm like do I value this person if I needed advice on something would I come to this person and if I you know needed something done would I ask their opinion and if any of those questions I answer no, then I'm like, then why do I fucking care? Yeah. Like, it's not meant to take personally. And it's hard to, like, with work, too. Like, you know, I, I can see that. Like, I especially think with her work, it's, like, hard to not take things personally. But I think it's, like, you need to remember that whatever, like, the scope you're in or, like, whatever situation you're in, like, especially for work things, like – it's hard to not to, but I literally just have to say to myself, like, don't take this personally. Like it's work. It's a business. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, it's not, they're not attacking my character. Yeah. Like, you know, like something like that. I like that idea of seeing why that person would be attacked, like quote, unquote, attacking you yeah. 
because I think that's where, what it comes down to. Like a lot of the times it's not, mm -hmm. and it might be a truer reflection of them. They might have some jealousy or like, you know, I you know I had a coworker who I found out later, like I was getting a lot of like slack from her. Like I, I felt like really on edge and like, I felt like we kept having issues. And later I found out she was threatened by me because she thought I was going to like steal her job or whatever. When in fact I was just trying to partner with her and it yeah. was, so we cleared that up and then, you know, totally resolved the situation. But um, that's why, like, it was mm -hmm. more on her, but I was taking it personally just because yeah. that's how I am. Mm -hmm. So, no, I think that's, I think, like, anytime it, there's a situation like that, it, like, nine times out of ten is just a reflection on that person yeah. more than anything to do with you. Um, okay, this one's kind of related to, yeah. it's about um, how do you make friends as adults? So... We're kind of like on the same. Another hard thing. Um, I think, you know, for me, any friendships I've made as an adult was either in grad school where I was like in school with people or now, you know, in my career, just like work friends. And I think the number one thing is to not like put so much pressure on yourself. I think like, especially like maybe if you move to a new city or something like that, obviously I've never been in that position. So I can't give like, you know, upfront advice, but I think it's just like, it takes time. Don't like be like, don't force it, you know, really like feel people out, talk to them. Um, just like find like common ground and things. And it's not weird, especially in like a work setting. Like even if it's someone you don't maybe know so well, but like you've, you know, either they're on their, your team or whatever the situation is, like it's totally normal to just go up to someone that maybe you're not super close with and be like, Hey, do you want to grab lunch? Or like yeah. go down to the cafeteria or whatever. So I think of like in a work setting, don't be too intimidated. And that's how everyone makes friends at work. Yeah. Outside of work. That's, hard to do and I feel for people yeah I think any sort of like getting involved in like an organization outside of work like I know in Philadelphia there's like the Philly sports clubs where like mm -hmm. they like dodgeball and basketball and like all those different like team like organized sports where you can like go and meet people um and then I hear Bumble and Hinge friends I was gonna say are that, really good yeah. but I've never I've never done it but if I were to move to a new city that would probably be that's probably what I would do yeah. is just to go on. Cause I feel like I hate dating apps for dating, but I feel like for a friendship, like it could be really good. Especially yeah. if it's like, if you move to a new city or something like that, like I feel like most of the people who are on that app are probably people in the same boat as you. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's good. I, for, for me, I would take the same approach with the work situation. Mm -hmm. I've definitely like vibed with someone who like, even just a little bit. And I was like, Hey, like, you know, that was great that you said these jokes or like, I just like felt like I want to get to know you better. Like, do you want to grab coffee? And like now you could do the same thing over Zoom. It's even easier. Like if you're in meetings with someone that you don't know, be like, hey, can like we grab 15 minutes to like talk about your job and yeah. like that'll open up. It'll evolve from there. You know, you can maybe talk and I become so close with people where we're like, you know, we have teams, but like mm -hmm. you like Skype message each other like yeah. 24 seven mm -hmm. and it's just nice. And it's alleviates the work yeah, tension. 100%. And, but outside of work, it is more difficult. So mm -hmm. I was going to say the Bumble friends, um, I think just by finding something you like to do, or like if you have other friends that have bigger groups, like ask to be invited for yeah. a group thing that they do. Yeah. Be like, hey, like I know you always get together with this group. Do you mind if I tag along? Just looking to meet more people. Mm -hmm. One, your friend's gonna love it. But like yeah. I feel like a lot of the times 
unless you would ask, I probably wouldn't think to be like, oh, Anna, come with me to this, yeah. with this random group of friends. Yeah. But I would totally bring you if you said something. Yeah. You know? And that's the thing. I don't think it's like weird anymore or we're just kind of like in that age. We're at that age. And I think it's just that time where like the whole mean girl thing like isn't a thing or not that it's not a thing but it shouldn't be a thing and it's I feel way like less it's way present. less of a thing yeah and I think nowadays if there is someone that like you know like Lawrence said like message them like hey like do you care like be honest like hey like I don't have too many friends in the area like do yeah. you care if I come like someone messaged me that I'd be like yeah like come over like we're yeah. if you want to be with my wacky friends sure, sure. <laughs> come along like you'll you'll if, never ask to come back if, yeah but if, you, <laughs> if you enjoy being around us like you're here to stay but like not many people can say that yeah. so like if anyone were to message me that I'd be like yeah definitely and yeah. I feel like most people are like that like it's yeah just, it's just giving like up a little bit of courage just to do it just know that it's not going to be weird yeah and if like, it is weird normal. then like you cross them off your list of friends yeah obviously yeah I agree this one just says how to adult Oh God! I don't fucking know, man. Still figuring it out. Stressed about it. (laughs) I don't know. It's it's wild. I mean, I think that the best way to do this, and this is what Tyler and I were talking about. Mm -hmm. We've been terrified for every step we've had to take, like with the dog getting the house. Mm -hmm. We've never felt ready. Like it just did not. I don't think you ever feel ready for anything you do. No. So, and that's what I was gonna say. Recognize that you're never going to feel fully ready doing whatever it is you're doing. Yeah. Like, even after we bought the house, I thought that was, like, the end of it. When I officially moved into the house. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. Like, that was a whole nother wave of uh, of What am I doing? And I think that's, like, you know, everyone jokes, like, adults are just faking it till they make it. But it is a little bit of I was just going to say, especially, like, even with work, too, if there's anything I've learned from, you know, being in my 20s, it's that literally no one knows what they're doing no not one like the ceo of your company has no fucking clue what they're doing they're just there's no like rule book there's no play-by-play they're just figuring it out winging it hoping shit works out yeah and i think you maybe get better at that with experience but honestly i'm just like any time that i'm like sitting there like oh my god i have no idea where to even start where to begin i literally am just like no one fucking knows what they're doing. Yeah. Not one person does. So like, and just be comfortable in that. Yeah. Just like, no, it's just it's no. Fine. And like, that makes me feel so much better, especially for work, especially like since I'm in a new role, new role, there's times every day where I'm like, what the fuck am I doing? Yeah. And I literally just tell myself, no one knows what they're doing. Nope. Not one person. Nope. I promise you, your parents, no fucking clue what they're doing. None whatsoever. <laughs> no. Like no one knows. Yeah. So just don't worry about it. That's yeah. my advice on that. Agreed. All right, switching gears. I always have to text first to my new crush. How can I get him more interested? If he wanted to, he would. Oh, so like you're just like saying nope. Like that's just like what it is. Like, I don't know. I am just at the point where like if someone doesn't put effort in, then they don't want to put effort in, and that's fine. You'll someone who does put effort in. And I just think if anyone is treating you like a way that you don't want to be treated. Bye. Waste time. Yeah. yeah, like, I'm just not going to, like, don't stress over, like, if a guy is not, if you're always texting first, you're always putting the effort, like, don't put the effort in anymore. And then you'll see, that's when you'll really see if he wanted to, he would. Because if you've been putting in all the effort and you just randomly stop and he also doesn't, like, sayonara, why do you want, like, that person's attention? Like, they don't yeah. care. If then he reaches out and he's like, hey, you know what, like, okay, like, cool, at least you're getting something from him then. But I'm just of the mindset of, like, if he wanted to, he would. He didn't, so didn't he wanted he didn't want to. 
And if he did, he did. So if he wanted to, he would. Yeah. No, you're right. Because I feel like that is how people get in that cycle of I keep texting them first and then they never actually hang out. And then you have a texting relationship with someone you've never met. Assuming these people like have met on Hinge or Bumble or whatever people are using. Yeah. So... Yeah, no, I, I just think agree. Yeah, just if they're not, but and then and that's how you get like roped in with like people who are not going to treat you the way you want to be treated, yeah. and like fuck boys. Like and you shit do like need that. someone as priority. Yeah, like a relationship is a two way street, and like the beginnings of a relationship, two way street. If they're not putting in the effort, then okay, it's a good tell. Yeah. yeah, I think the beginning of any relationship, like it, that's literally the easiest part. So if you're stressing about it, then that's like not worth it. You know no. what I mean? Yeah. And I guess it is weird though. Like if you're thinking for, for you, like mm-hmm. if the few times you've tried dating apps, mm-hmm. I'm sure that is weird though. If it's like in the right beginning, like yeah. how do you know? It's weird, but like his still intentions. it should be like a two way. It should be like effort in both ways. Like yeah. there's totally been times where I've started talking to someone and I'm not interested. So I don't put that much effort in. And then when the guy stops, I'm like, good for you. Cause yeah. like I clearly what didn't care. Yeah. And then like, I'm not gonna, if I'm like ever like interested in someone and like, you know, I feel like I'm holding the weight of the conversation and stuff. I'm just like, okay, clearly they're not that interested, which is fine. And just like, you're done. I mean, it's kind of brutal. And like, believe me, it's not like you're going to have <laughs> like 20 people that you're talking to at all times but one that stressed me the fuck out I don't know why someone would want that no, but yeah. like it's just an effort thing and like if at the beginning of the relationship they're not putting effort in what makes you think two years in that they're gonna be like still yeah swooning over you it's not gonna happen yeah and if you end up stopped like so if you're taking this advice and so like you stop texting them mm-hmm. and they do start reaching out then okay like yeah maybe they did have reasons why yeah. not and now that they see oh she's becoming less interested. I need to step up my game. Yeah. And then good for you. And if they don't do that, you're right. Like just see you next time. Yeah. And like, you'll, you'll know, like anytime someone starts to put less, I I don't know, I match energies. So if someone's not putting in, and this could be terrible advice. I mean, I'm still single, so who fucking knows, (laughs) but I'm just like, it's not worth it. If if someone's not going to match your energy, then you shouldn't be with them. No. Agreed. Okay. Um, how soon did you apply to jobs before graduating? Oh, this is a good one. Um, Career oriented. Yeah. Um, so I, well, I guess I'll go. So I, um, for grad, I obviously when I graduated undergrad, I wasn't applying for jobs. I went straight into grad school. So I was applying for school, but in grad school, once I graduated, I was graduating in May and I started looking um, in January, like at the beginning of the year, just because I was like stressed out and like really wanted that like transition right from school into job, Um, which like looking back, maybe like obviously for financial reasons and stuff like that, like if that's you definitely, you know, apply early and, you know, shoot for that. Looking back, I kind of wish I maybe would have taken like a month or so off just to kind of like, you know, recoup. Um, grad school is brutal. Um, but I didn't and that was totally fine. Um, and financially I'm like glad I didn't, but, um, not that a month would have killed me, but (laughs) regardless, I started looking right in January and was like, heavily applying everywhere I think for like uh, applying to jobs and even like when I was just out of school uh, graduating and even this past year when I was looking for other jobs it's really like statistics like it's just like a numbers game like 
at some point you're going to hear back. So like, don't get discouraged if you're, you know, applying to 10 jobs a day and you're not hearing anything like yeah. it's literally a numbers game. Something's going to work out eventually. Um, but I started really applying in January and I g- actually got the job on St. Patrick's day. Yeah. yeah so, um, it took me like a good like two and a half months or so. Um, but then I had the job lined up and like ready to go. I started, um, my job two weeks after graduation. Uh, but yeah, I would say like as early as you can and it'll say on your resume, obviously when you're graduating. So, um, and that's like, I don't think that's abnormal. Like my job was totally cool with waiting for me to graduate to start. Um, and I think most, any company that's hiring, like, you know, a new graduate or like entry level, um, is going to expect that. So I think that that's fine. I don't think it can be too too early. (laughs) Yeah. So for, for me in the communication field, it is a little difficult because the f- jobs are few and far in between, whether mm-hmm. you're going for agency or an in-house corporation, it's hard because we're small, um, anywhere you go, marketing, PR, yeah. internal communications like me. So it was really difficult because I would reach out. I started, I'm insane, started my fall semester oh, damn. <laughs> of, of my senior year. Well, yeah. Like be too early. <laughs> but then I did get feedback. They were like, well, like we are looking like our positions are more immediate start mm-hmm. dates, like check back when yeah. you're, you're, you know, ready to graduate. Mm-hmm. But of course, for me, I still could not like let that happen. So what I did, and I would recommend to anyone who's doing this, that's especially looking in this field is to still put feelers out to companies you really like, Mm -hmm. even if you can't technically apply for a job. And it's something that like, unlike your job, you, you can't have set up for you months before you graduate, let them know you're interested, let them know that you would like to apply at what their earliest process is. Talk to them about their processes. Like, you know, Hey, I'm graduating in May. When do you usually recruit for like a new, new hire? Um, can you keep me in mind? Can I intern first for a couple months and then get the job? Like work your magic. If Mm -hmm. it's something you really want, though, I will agree with your statement. Take a month off before you start. You will be working the rest of your life. I also wish I did that. I only took two weeks off Mm -hmm. and it's just like, why? Like you, you could easily take a month off. I was always so like, and I think you're just like this. Cause like, you know, with going through school and stuff, it's like constantly on to the next thing. And I was so worried about getting a job. You know, I just spent all this money on a fucking master's degree. I better get a damn job. And I think I was just so yeah. worried about it. And then I think like our friend Allie, she took like a summer off in between graduating from yeah. her program and like taking her boards and stuff. And, um, she took like a summer off and I was like, I remember she did that and I was like, fuck, why didn't I do that? Like, why didn't I think of that? I should have totally just like taken time off and relaxed for a bit and it's fine. It's whatever. But if you're, if you can like, if you can financially do that, um, and like, you know, not worry about it, I would 100 and especially like the summer. Hell yeah. I want a summer off. Like, yeah. So, um, yeah, that would, that's, that's my, makes sense. (laughs) I think it's good. All right. So we have two, two more Mm -hmm. moving in with a significant other. When, how, help. Oh, God. <laughs> I think that's you, Laura. Yeah. So I can I can say from my point of view. So my experience was a lot different. I did – Tyler and I did not move into a, in together until we had a house. So that yeah. was kind of like a predetermined situation. Like we've been dating for eight, nine years at this point. Mm-hmm. So um, 
before we even got engaged, we could have easily gotten an apartment or I could have moved out and gotten an apartment. But we kind of knew pretty early on that we were serious and we were like, why put money into an apartment that when we know this is it and like, let's save for a house that we can actually get. So that was why we decided to do all of that. I do recommend moving in with a significant other before you actually get married. If you're like on that track, Mm -hmm. just so you can learn each other. And like, you know, when you're moving in with someone, you learn everything about them. I just like, like I, my two roommates that I have, they've been my best friends literally for 20 years now. And I learned things about them when I moved in with them that I, like, I didn't think I could know any more about these fucking people. And I learned like, Honestly, I learned them in fucking out. I couldn't even begin to tell. It's disgusting how involved the three of us are in each other's lives now. Yeah. But, like, that's what I mean is, like, you learn so much living with someone. Oh, yeah, you do. And it's – it's so it's important to – especially if you're, like, planning on marrying them, I mm-hmm. think it's helpful to be able to, like, move in and, like, get that out of the way first. Yeah. Um, if you're dating someone and you're, like, in your, your 20s and, like, you want to do that, I would say – there's no timing on it. I don't, I don't think like you can put like after a year, like when it feels right, but don't share finances for as long as you can. Yeah. Just because like, don't get a dog Mm -hmm. to split. Yeah. Because God forbid something happens, Mm -hmm. you're not going to want to deal with that or you're just going to have so much more baggage to figure out. Like it's almost like, you know, getting a divorce, like you have to split everything up and like, right. How does that work? I think it's like, if it feels right after six months, okay, like sure, go for it, but be careful about it. Yeah. I have to say this, obviously I'm not in that situation, have never been in that situation, but I can definitely, especially at this point in my life, I'm just kind of like, like if it ever, like whenever it comes to the point where like it feels like you said right or like you want to do it and like you're like, you know, it's not something you're like, has like it's okay to be hesitant about it obviously but it's yeah. something you want to do do it and like I wouldn't really worry about it being too early because I think it's just we're at the point in life where like you're either gonna sink or swim you're either gonna yeah. move in together and then after a month you're gonna be like holy shit I hate this person and cool you got that out of the way like now you know and yeah. you can figure out what you're gonna do from there but it would suck to you know date someone for two years and then I say that because like you know I feel like that's how long people date now before whatever but um you know date for two years then move in and then realize you can't stand this person and it's like okay just wasted two years so yeah not saying jump into it but like if it feels right and you're thinking about it I would just think it is like you're either gonna sink or swim like you'll know like why waste the time just like figure it out you know and I think it's as long as it's something you want to do because you are really yeah liking person that's what I mean like never do do it it. for convenience No, no, no 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 Like your apartment's up for renewal and you just, oh, this would be easy. Rent's cheap. Don't do it. No, no, no. Don't do it. Only like that's the only do it if it feels like you're like, yeah, I want to live with them. Like I want to see how this goes, blah, blah, blah. Like that's just where you get in danger zone of like it's a convenience thing and you're not actually ready, ready for it. And that looks different for everybody. Like you you might be ready so quick when you finally Mm -hmm. meet your person. Yeah. Or you might be like, listen, I'm still like, I'm living by myself for another two years, but we can like co-live together, like sleep yeah. over each other's house and yeah, whatever. You know. Um, yeah, no, I, I think the same exact way. Yeah. Um so last one. Okay. Um, oh, okay. How to manage money. 
so funny you asked. <laughs> I can't believe that that question. This was the first one that came through, too. Yeah. <laughs> first question. Um, well, we're very excited because Laura and I have been wanting to do, like, a finance episode for literally since the first season. And, like, yeah. our brainstorming days before we even, like, launched the podcast, it was, like, one of our topics that we wanted to talk about. But neither of us are pretty qualified in that subject. We needed an expert. We need an expert, someone who actually knows what they're fucking talking about. So we've been trying to get someone that like we trust that we'd like to come on and you know, do a whole episode on finances and like, you know, ask all the questions that we want, you know, ask you guys what questions you want to know, everything like that, because I think it's so important. And especially as women, like, I think it's so important to like be smart with your money and like, uh, it's something hard to do. It's something I have to work on every fucking oh, yeah. day. Every day I get the inkling to go on my tabs and look, I fucking Amazon yeah. open right here. And Aerie, like yeah. I'm staring at my tabs Shopping. right now and my like 10 streaming services that I pay for a month. Um, <laughs> she literally does like every single Netflix, one HBO Max, Disney Plus, Hulu, the whole nine. Um, but yeah, so we like wanted to find someone who was like qualified and could talk about it. And Finally, literally, like, I'm not kidding you, like, each ep or each season, this has been, like, one of Something our top priority episodes, and it's never worked out, and we finally, we got our girl, we got our girl, we found her, so we're, we're not going to say who it is yet, because we want to, like, tease it up a bit, yeah, but we're going to ask you guys for questions to mm -hmm. pre-submit your financial questions, we have a ton, yeah. obviously, but um, she's, like, the real thing. Yeah. So if you guys have questions, start DMing us now. Look for a post about it. Mm -hmm. But we're excited. We're going to give you so excited. all the financial freedom tea. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, it's important to be independent motherfucking women. Mm -hmm. Even if you aren't single, you can still be an independent woman. Oh, yeah. And um, get your own purse. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm in my bag, but I'm in his bag, too. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I don't know what we're doing here. Meg the Stallion. Yeah, I man. know, I know. Meg the Stallion. I love that bitch. Okay. Um, but yeah, so I'm not going to give you any financial tips because I have no fucking clue. So you're just going to have to wait for that one. Yeah. Um, but so that'll be good. And we're excited for it. So great question. Yeah. Uh, sorry we can't answer now. Yeah. <laughs> Stay tuned. Stay tuned. Um, but okay, I think that was the last of the questions. That was it. Thank you guys good for job. submitting I think questions. we gave hella good advice. Oh, yeah. Like, we put on our therapist hats We today. did. I think. I think so. You guys are probably sitting there like, yeah, no fucking like, shit. This, this was, was not good. helpful at all. But <laughs> no, hopefully you guys liked it as much as we did. Mm -hmm. We like giving advice. Mm -hmm. I like hearing myself talk. Well, you have a podcast. Mm -hmm. That's why. <laughs> okay, we'll talk to you guys later. Bye, everyone. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Girl Vibes Only podcast. We hope you enjoyed this episode and we'll stick around for more every Monday morning. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at Girl Vibes Only. That's G-R-L Vibes Only to stay up to date on the latest content and subscribe to our podcast so you never miss an episode. T-T-Y-L-X-O-X-O Girl Vibes Only.